You're listening to the Elevate Podcast, the official podcast of the Coastal LA Singles Ministry, where our focus is reaching up, reaching in, and reaching out. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Hanley. I'm a part of the West Side Singles Ministry. And, this is and I'm Erica Young. I'm part of the South Bay Singles Ministry. And welcome, welcome. Um, tonight we're going to be talking about how can I overcome loneliness. Um, before we start, I'm going to open up in a prayer and uh, we'll jump in. Father God, uh, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity um, to gather together as family and um, meditate on your word, God. Uh, fellowship and um, glorify you, God. I pray that you speak uh, through both I and Erica and say uh, what you want to say to people's hearts, God. Um, Lord, we love you. We appreciate you. And uh, Father, please help us uh, deal and overcome loneliness. Um, love you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Um, to open up, I'm going to read an excerpt here in Genesis chapter 2. And, um, <clears throat> you know, Genesis being the beginning, first man. It says in Genesis 2.18, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Um, <clears throat> this is an excerpt from this book, Captivating, I read. It's a sister's book, but, you know, amen, amen. Um, it says it's, it's mind-blowing. Uh, the world is young. Adam is innocent, full of glory, unstained by sin. He walks with God, talks with God. He even sees God, yet there is nothing. There is something wrong. Um, it is not good for him to be alone. You know, Adam needed a companion. He needed a friend. Uh, no matter who you are, every human longs for companionship. You know, we long for friendships. You know, we long to, to be able to vent and express ourselves. However, loneliness is a disease that plagues many of us. Um, social media gives us thousands of friends, but who's really our friend, right? Um, uh, entertainers talk about it all the time. Uh, in music, in poetry, in any type of medium, like entertainers are always expressing their loneliness. Um, sadly, the late uh, Robin Williams um, seemed like he had it all together, right? Like, he was outspoken, energetic, a comedian, um, brought a lot of people joy. However, he was someone who was hiding in plain sight. Um, he was lonely and he was depressed. Uh, there's been many times where I've been in a group like this, come the midweek, 250 singles, but I've felt lonely. I felt like I was hiding in plain sight. Um, and it's something that plagues a lot of us. So just to add on what Hanley was saying, you know, there's so many different statistics or stories that just talk about loneliness. And so, um, you know, even, you know, babies, their ability to survive, their ability to, you know, keep on living and then even live healthy lives has to do with just, um, just touch, just some kind of like knowing that they're not alone. 
Um, and then even if you go the opposite extreme when you get older, um, the University College in London uh, follows 6,500 um, British people who are over 52 years of age between 2004 and 2012. And they found that um, those who socially isolated themselves were 26% more likely to die than those who actually were really socially active. So this just kind of proves exactly, like, God made us to be with each other. God made us to um, be able to interact, to be able to not, n- not be lonely, but to strive for that connection. And so, like, even talking about that, it does affect our health. And so um, loneliness does suppress our immune system. You're more likely to get sick, you know, more likely to be depressed, stressed, increase your blood pressure. When you increase your blood pressure, your blood is going through your system so much more. Your heart has to work harder, constricts your blood, your arteries, and you're more likely to have heart disease. And so it does put you, um, you know, at a loss. Like you're you're less likely to live um, longevity. So um, being not being lonely is very important. So this is why we're talking about it today. I wanted to open up uh, and ask you guys, uh, what causes you to feel lonely? With some answers. Amen. Withdrawals or experiences. Amen. Amen. So really it kind of breaks down into two ways. Like there's circumstances that we can control and there's circumstances that you really can't. So like circumstances that are beyond your control are things that some of you mentioned were just like death of a loved one, you know, death of somebody that you know. Transition in life, if it's, you know, starting school, if it's, you know, a new job, if it's any kind of change in life, even if it's retirement, it's, it, it's something new that you're kind of going through kind of almost alone. And then there's things that um, we have control over. So it's things that, you know, give into our pride or insecurity. And for me, um, one of the reasons that I became a disciple was because I was really lonely. Like on the outside, like I became um, a disciple when I was my freshman year of college. And um, for me, like on the outside, it looked perfect. I have an amazing family. Aaron, yes, he's okay. Um, and he, just saying, but um, he... I have an amazing family. I have, um, I was, you know, I got early acceptance into college because I had, was in the top of um, my high school class. So everything on the outside looked great, just much like this, um, this fortress. You know, everything looked great and grand and put together. But on the inside, on the other side, there was nothing. You know, I was feeling very lonely. And a lot of it had to do with stuff that was growing up in my past. Like, I, um, I was sexually abused when I was younger. And so, for me, my way of coping was to put up those boundaries. Like, I did not want to let anybody in. But that leads on to, yes, this was like a circumstance beyond my control. But then, for me, I had control over how I handled it. My pride was that I only let people in so far until I was afraid, I was insecure that I was going to get hurt. And so for me, like, I just led even more to loneliness. And for me, like, God was my only answer. It was when I started to see, I went to Aaron's baptism, and um, it just, seeing people share about his life, you know, I thought I knew him, you know, and just to have people share, I just didn't understand, like, I, I never saw that type of love. Like, I didn't, I realized I didn't know him, you know, to the depths of the people who were sharing. And just to see his life transform was just amazing. And for me, I wanted that. It did take me a couple years, but I did want it, and I did study. 
And this is just the beginning of God healing me in this area of loneliness. Like he's really transformed me, helped me to learn how to love, helped me to learn how to just really, um, just to go forward with him, learn what a relationship with him is, learn how to have relationships with other people. And so he's the one why, you know, when I do feel lonely, like I just really love him. And this is something that helps me. Thank you. Amen. Um, I know for a lot of brothers, pride. Pride can be a huge reason why we feel lonely. Um, and believe it or not, um, insecurity. Uh, you know, we think the sisters are the ones who are insecure, but men hold a lot of concealed insecurities. And, um, you know, pride, not wanting to seem needy. Um, you know, if, 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 if I'm at home... Saturday night, feeling lonely, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's a hit to my pride, picking up the phone and being like, bro, I'm feeling lonely. I need a companion right now, you know, let's go, <laughs> let's go hang, you know. Um, amen, amen, amen. Um, you know, even asking directions, having enough humility to, to, to ask for directions or, or ask for advice um, can lead us into a lonely Place. Uh, America as a society teaches independence. I feel like it, it, it pushes it um, into our brains. Like you have to be self-made. You have to take yourself from the bottom to the top. It's all about you. And that can lead you into loneliness. It can, it can, it can push away friends. Um, you know, I feel like something that I tend to struggle with is... Uh, uh, this, 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 this is an insecurity of mine. Maybe I'm on Facebook. I see a few of my friends um, uh, in a picture who, who who hung out, and I wasn't invited. You know, I'm like I'm like, you know, feeling all self pity and, and 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 feeling all insecure about not being cool enough, or I don't know, not being in the in crowd to to be invited to that social occasion. But uh, yeah, loneliness is something that plagues us all. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to open this up for discussion. What do you run to when you are alone? Oh, oh shopping. Shopping. Yeah. Amen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Scrolling down. You know, I feel I feel like. Facebook can make you feel more depressed, you know. <laughs> You're like, look, look at, look at the fun they're having, you know. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Video games, yeah. So I wanted to talk about a couple areas. One area that's common to a lot, because we are in this single stage of life, is just you know wanting to have a significant other, you know. And so for me, um, maybe it was like a year ago or something. I had an interest, and for me, like there, you know, it, it sometimes you know, with any of us, it can lead to pride or it can lead to some tor- type, uh, type of insecurity. Just really, you know, um, putting the security in a relationship. And so for me, I wasn't feeling peace. I was feeling super anxious. I was feeling kind of tormented and um, just just tormented just got to be real and so I actually came across a scripture that did help me um, it's, and it's the desires of the flesh versus desires of the spirit and it's in Romans 8 5 to 6 it says those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires but those who live according to the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires the mind governed by flesh is death 
The mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. So when I saw this scripture, it was like a, wait, you know, it was like um, I was able to be grounded and just really realize that, okay, I'm not feeling at peace. And that's what God wants for me. So this is not something of God, like I need to surrender. And so I was able to, you know, definitely surrender. But the beauty of the scripture is not just about, you know, interest. It could be about anything. You know, things that you guys were talking about, materialism or some people's substance abuse. Like, these things that we go after that are not of God, like, they do lead to death. And so for me, I wanted to share, like, I'm much like Jay, I'm totally a workaholic, and anybody who knows me knows that. And so for me, like, I can easily give in to that. Like, this is me the whole time. Work, home, play, sleep, ask Kike. Like, I can easily be, like, a workaholic. Um, and unfortunately, like, I don't know, is five, six years ago, I almost left the church because of it. Like, I almost, I got to the point where I just was, I was at work from five in the morning to almost nine at night. I was working in Linwood, not the safest area. And I was working on weekends, and it was constant. Like, I was always, my time was always devoted to work. And so if you look, is there any time for God? No. And so that's the same thing. You end up isolating yourself when you fill it with these other things that are not of God. So if it's shopping, if it's being a workaholic, if it's, you know, um, alcohol or anything else, even TV, like this is not like you're numbing it for a moment and you're just isolating yourself and you're preventing yourself from having the opportunity to go back and not walk like the death walk, but walk the spirit walk and have more life and more peace. Man, I can definitely relate. Um, unfortunately for me, I can uh, have my control, uh, have my mind controlled by the flesh. Um, I can turn to uh, sensual things, anything that, that that satisfies my senses, whether it's food, whether it's lust, uh, whether it's craving success and and, 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 and and working towards that. But anything that makes me feel like I'm worth something uh, in my loneliness. Um, so we're gonna go on and talk about how to deal with loneliness in a godly way. Um, uh, <clears throat> yes, amen. Um, so in, uh, I, I love the Psalms. I love the Psalms because David uh, was a very emotional man. He was, he was extremely expressive. And here are uh, some excerpts in the Psalms. Psalms 25:16 says, Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely. Uh, Psalms 102.7 says, I lie awake, I've become like a bird alone on a roof. Um, Psalms 142.4 says, look to my right and see. No one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. No one cares for my life. And, you know, David was a lonely guy. Um, He had Saul pursuing him. He had a kingdom to take care of. Um, he had, we, we see it in the scriptures, he had, he had many trials, many troubles, and, and also many victories. But David was extremely expressive. And in dealing with loneliness, um, I believe it's important to be expressive about where you're at and how you feel. Um, my, whenever I'm feeling lonely, I tend to meditate on what, brought me into loneliness, whether it's an argument I had with a friend or a life circumstance, trial, anything. And I can meditate on that, and it can literally play back like a tape in my mind. And then I just, I just keep taking myself into deeper and deeper and deeper um, loneliness um, and depression. 
And it's, it's, it's important to bring all that to God instead of dealing with it in your own head, uh, you know, like the scripture beforehand, like, or dealing with it um, by trying to uh, gratify what the flesh is desiring. We need to, we need to go to God. We need to uh, go to others. We need to be expressive. We need to uh, voice how we're feeling. Um, it's like it's like you know um, y- when you're Alcoholics Anonymous, you admit you have a problem. You are lonely. Um, so first, to like admit that you're lonely, but then admit it to God. Um, and so the next point is just turn to God. You know, um, I think I we see signs on the road half the time we ignore them. Um, but those signs are for your own benefit. So in the same way, like God, when we're, when we're lonely, God can use that, okay? And so it's, are we going to listen to the sign? If you're not going to listen to the sign, you might end up off the road and off-roading and flat tire and a bunch of issues. So turn to God. Um, saves a lot of problems. Um, here are some scriptures that definitely have helped me. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. My soul finds rest in you, God, alone. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us. And so I say this because um, I think it was a couple years ago. Yeah, I was spiritually 10. Um, And I kind of, whenever it's near my spiritual birthday, I always like set off time, reflect, you know, where am I with God? Like, am I doing, am I just in love with God as I was when I was baptized? Am I more in love with God? Like, where's my relationship with him? Like, am I fighting for it? And I realized that I really wasn't, you know, I realized it wasn't in a good place. I realized I was extremely stuck. You know, I, w- I was, um, you know, it just was lonely. It was like, you know, when you're not connected with God, of course you're going to feel lonely because you don't have something that's relating or helping you. And um, I had to admit to God, like, yes, I'm lonely, but I actually asked, I I prayed to him. I was like, God, you know, I know the area that I'm having problems in is trust. I know that I don't, you know, I feel like I don't know how to love people. Like, I feel like I don't, you know, know, I, I feel like I don't have hope. I feel like I need to increase my faith. So I was very specific with God. I'm like, help me, you know. And he um, answered, you know, tenfold, definitely. All right. <laughs> um, you know, when, when dealing with loneliness, uh, we have to reach out. We have to reach out. Um, uh, I remember my transition to L.A. was probably one of the hardest for me. I, uh, I'm from Florida, and I grew up in Florida, got baptized in Florida. I got baptized in Gainesville, Florida, um, uh, in the campus ministry there. And uh, I was in nursing school and decided that I wanted to move to Los Angeles and chase a dream. So I dropped out of nursing school, moved out here, and um, I'm in art school currently studying animation uh, because it's a dream that I've had. But that was probably one of the greatest decisions and transitions of my life. And uh, it was hard. Transition can be extremely hard. Um, Transitioning uh, ministries, had to transition ministries, uh, transition churches and the way the churches do things out here and transitioned uh, friendships, most of all, um, and having to build new ones. And uh, it was it was crazy hard. Uh, Paul being in prison uh, in Second Timothy four, you know, he sent for Timothy. Uh, he, he reached out. He was like, dude, I, I need you. Um, in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10, it says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. 
If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help him up. Um, you know, I'm, I'm crazy grateful for Bernardo. <laughs> uh, Bernardo and, 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 and Ricardo are two guys who, uh, I guess we reached out to each other. But, like, they, 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 I, I was coming to midweek, and I literally felt overwhelmed by this huge... It's, it's awesome that we have a huge singles ministry here in L.A. But coming from a smaller ministry, I was overwhelmed, and I just felt like uh, I was falling through the cracks. And uh, those guys reaching out, me reaching out, me getting vulnerable, getting real, letting them know how I felt, um, uh, helped me out a ton. But through that time, I kind of also built a little bitterness. Um, sort of, I was the new guy, and, you know, no one was coming to me and asking me how I was doing. And um, I've le- since then learned that I need to, you know, go after friendships um, and, and serve uh, in my transitions and when no one in the church knows me. But I did build a, build a little bitterness and, and resentment um, towards brothers and sisters in the church and, you know, the church. Um, and uh, in 2 Timothy 4.16, uh, um, you know, Paul was deserted by the believers. And he says, may it not be counted against them. Um, you know, the, the scripture right before that, he said that, he says, no one came to my side. Um, uh, and he had a good attitude about it. And I feel like in our loneliness, we have to have a good attitude. Um, you know, uh, Paul being a leader and, uh, uh, a great leader, uh, experienced loneliness because leadership, if you ever want to step out and do anything on faith is, is, is going to be lonely, uh, chasing a dream, you're going to feel and be lonely. Starting a business, like people aren't gonna understand. You're, 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 you're gonna feel and be lonely. Being single, you know, you're going to be lonely, but we have to maintain a good attitude because grudges and resentment um, doesn't help it. Uh, yeah. So then, you know, um, it's always good to utilize and, you know, just make something better. You know, I think of that saying was when you have lemons, make lemonade. Lemons suck. Like, lemons are sour when you think about it. Like, it makes my face kind of twinge. And But if you think about lemonade, like, lemonade, you need the lemons. You have to put some work in. You have to put some sugar and some water, and you got to make sure it tastes right. Or, you know, have your brother taste it so that it won't, like, be all sour for you. Thanks, Aaron. Um, but I'm saying that because even loneliness, like, you can get something out of that, but you have to put stuff into that. If you are a bystander, it's not going to help. And so for, I really love Paul. Paul was stuck in prison. He was at the end of his life. You know, and he sent for somebody to come, bring him his cloak, go get um, parchments, and go get his scrolls. And so he had something to read. He had, he had the ability to write. And, of course, his cloak. I don't know if it was to keep him warm, had sentimental value, um, just wanted somebody to come and bring it so he could talk to somebody. I don't know what the, the reason is, but he, w- he made the most of his opportunity in prison. Like He's like, just bring me this stuff. 
But then um, even in prison, like if he wasn't there, if God didn't put him there, he wouldn't have, we wouldn't have all this New Testament letters. And so he made the most, and he was very engaged. He knew exactly what was going on with these different churches. So even like when you are in your lonely place, our tendency is to isolate ourselves. Don't do that. Um, you know, for me, um, I really, I, I'm in a master's program. Thank God I'm almost done. But um, a couple years ago, I was feeling like, okay, I don't want to go down the same path. I know I can become, like, school-focused and isolate everything else and become tunnel vision because that's my tendency. And um, I just kind of was like, God, like, help me not be this way. Give me opportunities so I'm not alone. I kind of feel like I'm the only one doing a master's program or doing anything like this. Give it a month, and then our um, Harbor City College Ministry joined our small group. So I no longer was not the only college student. Now there's a bunch of us. And then we ended up spending Tuesdays. I, I, I was up on campus two days a week. But on Tuesdays, I was off, and so we ended up meeting at a local Starbucks, and a bunch of us would study or fellowship. But um, it was just great because I didn't feel alone. It was organic friendships. It wasn't something like, you know, as people who wanted to be there, who needed to get stuff done, got it done. But I also got my, my work done, too. So you can make the most of these opportunities. Um, the other thing is that it really helps you empathize with others. What I was sharing with about how um, I really had to take a couple steps back to really evaluate my relationship with God and how it wasn't, it wasn't a bad, bad place. Like, I needed to wake up. Um, but it started with my relationship with God. Like, my love for God was off. And so I, my love for people was off. And so for me, when I was really reaching out to God, like um, a friendship that I've been trying to start for years, it just never worked. It, with this sister, it was funny because I would ask her a question, she would ask me a question. It was super surfacely on both, both accounts. And it took me going through this really hard time for both of us to really humble out, and we were constantly in prayer with one another. And now she's one of my closest friends. She's somebody who, it's like the God-given um, friendship because honestly I tried on my own strength didn't work but only God brought us together and um, God can do that you know in Corinthians it says you know um, God can use the troubles that we go through to comfort others and so it takes humility to do that but if you're real with yourself you can really build some amazing friendships and for me like what I told you like I prayed in the beginning of that year to grow in love the following year at our uh, in our uh, banquet, they, I was given um, um, in our South Bay ministry, like, most loving. So it was like, okay, that's not me, naturally. So I was like, okay, that's only God that I, I was able to grow in that area. But it was because I, put, I first figured out what was off with God, and then, I, and then naturally I just um, was able to connect with people. Amen. Um, God can use loneliness. Uh, I'm going to read these two scriptures here. Isaiah 42:16. it says, I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. I will not forsake them. 2 Corinthians 12:9. my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfect in weakness. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'd be a disciple if it weren't for loneliness. Um, a lot of us have to hit rock bottom in order for it to click, right? Um, and I don't think with my pride and the direction I was going in, I would be here 
if it weren't for loneliness, if it weren't for that humbling time of, of contemplating what is my purpose, what is my meaning for life, um, who am I, you know? Uh, uh, and, and after becoming a disciple, God and my times of loneliness has cultivated, uh, 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 like, I've experienced crazy deep times, raw, real times with God in loneliness through prayer um, because um, he's using that weakness and turning it into a strength. Um, so loneliness can be a good thing. Uh, God definitely uses it to encourage and, 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 and force us to turn to him. And so I really love how Corinthians also says his power is made perfect in weakness. So people think loneliness is a weakness. It's not, I mean, but God uses that. And so um, I really do think that's amazing. Like, you know, God, um, we can grow really close to him through that. Um, and loneliness is not all bad. Like, it's, it's actually pretty good. Um, for me, like with, with my chaos, chaotic schedule, um, I have, I need this. This is what keeps me sane. Is says very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and he went off to a solitary place where he prayed. I have to do this. If I do not have this, I will be crazy person. Ask Kike. Um, and just chicken with its head cut off. Like she can like figure it out when I haven't had my quiet time. She can figure it out when I'm off because I I didn't have my time. And a lot of times, even more so as I'm growing older. Spiritually, I'm realizing I have to have more time. Like, I need, like, weekend time, like, just to, like, really be still because I'm not good at being still. Um, And so not only that, but I feel like, um, you know, when I think of loneliness, I also think about sometimes, you know, being in, like, the desert. You think, okay, wasteland, not anything really there. God had um, the Israelites go through the desert before getting to the promised land. He didn't just give them the promised land. So in the same way, we have to go through this, this desert of maybe loneliness stops here and there um, before we um, end up with our ultimate salvation. And God uses that. He uses loneliness in different ways, so like to trust him. It says in Deuteronomy 8, 2 to 3, it says, The Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness. He humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, um, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, and he, uh, that he might make known what man shall not live by bread alone, but by live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. So, like, it's a trust. Like, I mean, that there would be food there, but it wasn't even just a food. It was a spiritual food. And not only that, but the reason that, um, you know, Moses wanted them to go to the desert is he's like, I did, the people need to worship. So even being in the desert or being in a place of loneliness, you can worship God because it's like you want to feel connected with God so you won't feel lonely. So it's like you've got to go towards him. Um, the other thing is just a reliance on God. And so I think about how um, the Israelites had to follow, like, a cloud and, and fire. And, like, imagine, like, you keep on having to troop along, troop along. Okay, I still see it, still see it. I'm really tired, but I still have to follow the cloud or follow with this or that. But it's just a certain reliance on God, like, realizing, okay, God has my back. And um, through, you know, and I'm not that old spiritually, but through what I have experienced, I do in my times of loneliness or in my times where I feel like I'm in a desert, I actually look for those clouds. I look for those things that, okay, I'm still trooping along. Like, God, like, help me see you just so I can overcome, just so I can see God, just so I can have faith, so I can, can realize that I keep on moving and I'm doing what I'm supposed to. 
Amen. Uh, so to conclude, uh, if everyone would turn to Psalms 116, um, when Eric and I were preparing this, we brought this psalm up, you know, um, and for me, this psalm is pretty much the story of my life. Like, uh, I, I really relate uh, to the psalmist here. Um, <clears throat> in Psalms 116, uh, I'm going to read verses 1 uh, to 13, actually to 14. All right, it says, I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. Because he turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. The cords of death entangled me. The anguish of the grave came over me. I was overcome by distress and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Lord, save me. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. The Lord protects the unwary. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. For you, Lord, have delivered me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I trusted in the Lord when I said I am greatly afflicted. In my alarm, I said, everyone is a liar. What shall I return to? Uh, what, what shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Um, and this psalm, uh, I feel like, speaks to the lonely man or woman um, because loneliness is like a pool. It's, it's, it's a pool of, 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 of emotions, and uh, uh, emotions take us there. Um, um, we're going to end here, and we're going to get into some small groups and uh, talk about what Psalms 116 means to us. And uh, these next three questions, uh, what areas are making you feel lonely? Uh, what do you run to when you feel lonely? Um, what's one way you can elevate your loneliness to God? Okay. So we're going to break up into groups. You've just listened to the Elevate podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit elevatecoastal.com.